For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.
that. So we got a bunch of people in America doing something that don't need to be done just to make money. It's like you're doing something that's not needed. You're providing the service to the world that's not needed. You're making food that doesn't help. It actually hurts us. That food is killing us, but it makes money. You know what I mean? That television show is hurting us, but it makes money. This music is killing us. It's rotting us, but it makes money. That's the system we live in. That goes for any any industry. You can look at it and go, that's not helping the world. That's, But it's making money, so it's helping somebody. Yeah. Welcome to another edition of African American, the talk show house. Welcome to another edition of African Americans Ain't African, the talk show that proves without a shadow of a doubt that the so-called African American didn't find his way to America locked in the trunk of a ship. I'm your host, Buck Wyler. And today we're going to look at things from a different point of view. We're going to look at it from our point of view. What is going on with the African American? What's on the African American's mind? With all the news... Could you mute your phones, please? Thank you. With all of the, with all of the stuff that's going on in America today, how does that affect the African American or the so-called African American? Here at African Americans ain't African, but we believe here at African American ain't Africans that one of the problems we face is our confusion. We don't know who we are. Most don't care. Most not even trying to find out because we are relegated to our lot. You can check us out on African Americans Ain't African dot org, what every African American should know. And when you go to our website, you'll find things that can help you find your people. If not, email us. Send us an email at info at African Americans Ain't African dot org or go to our website. Go to our Facebook page. Call us. Beep us. Send us a letter. But the main thing that confronts the African-American today is, is that we are disconnected from our home base on earth. Many of us think we're Christians or we believe that we're Christians. We're Muslims. We're Jews. We're Hebrew Israelites. We're Moors. We're all these different people, but we don't seem to understand that all the people that we claim to be, those people are running over here claiming our inheritance that our ancestors left us. If you want to get on the conversation, call us at 605-562-3140 to participate in the phone call 240-670-POUND. Get you in. African Americans Ain't African was started because I saw all of the things that were bad. Well, not bad, but how we're always taken advantage of by foreigners. I mean, there's a story out that was posted today of a guy from India. He came over here from India and pretended to be an African-American so he can get into college. And a lot of African-Americans had issues with that. And I was like, well, why do we have issues with it? We seem to want to be everybody else. We don't mind being other people. We don't mind pretending that we are other people. We don't, we don't mind naming our children uh, after other nations, but we rarely do. We rarely look inside ourselves and find out who we are. And that's what African-Americans ain't Africans about. If your grandmother, if your great-grandmother even told you that her mother was an Indian, that makes you an Indian, an indigenous person. And what we're seeing now with the African-American 
we're wa- we're walking around here confused. It's an ugly sight. I had a sister call me right before the show went on, was asking me, what's wrong with brothers? How come brothers can't be trusted? How come brothers are always lying to us? How come brothers aren't building anything like Mexicans? How do Mexicans come over here and build up their empires on our land? She said every brother she asked that, they don't have an answer for. Why don't we have an answer? Why don't we look out for ourselves? Why don't we build our own thing? These are these are subjects that the African American runs away from. So we're going to look at that tonight and we're going to ask those questions and hopefully with the help of some of the callers we'll get some answers. Again, the call in number is 605-562-3140. Join us. Who are we? Who is the so-called African American and what is the African American's purpose? on this plane while we're here. And when I say African-American, I mean the people who were before they were African-American, they were black. Before they were black, they were Negro. Before they were Negro, they were colored. Before they were colored, they were niggas. You know who you are. So who are we and why does our identity after so many generations always change? Irish people don't go from Irish to Gaelic. British people don't go from British to the British, or what is another word for Britain? Occidental. They keep their same identity. Why is it so important to change the African American's identity all the time? And this is the problem that we face when we're trying to find out who we are because our identity changes. The reason that our identity changes all the time is to disconnect you from previous generations. We'll show how you do that as you go along, as we go along tonight. But who are we? The so-called African-American and what I mean by the African-Americans are those people who, like I said before, were black a few years back. The reason that our identity has to change is so the people who are foreigners can come over here and usurp your inheritance from you. So we are the indigenous people of America. But since we've been one to integrate since we've been one to be a part of this U.S. matrix for so long, that's what we've become. We've become a part of it. And this past weekend, I went on a camping trip. Spring is starting to come out. Just to let you know, spring's not fully here. It's still cold in the middle of the night. I'm doing a camping trip down here in the deep south. And my job on this camping trip was to keep the fire going. So I had to spend all night going gathering wood so we can keep the fire going. As I'm in these forests and I'm in these woods, I'm starting to observe the other life forms that are living in the forest. Snakes, bees, millions of bugs I can't even, I've never even seen before. Deer, boars, just all kind of wildlife. And it dawned on me that at one point in time that we used to be a part of that habitat. The so-called Negro used to be a part of that habitat. The so-called Negro didn't rent. He took the natural resources from the forest and built his own house. He took the food that nature provided and fed himself. He took that everything that nature provided 
and made a life out of it, just like all the other wildlife in the forest are doing. But we got cut off from that. And that cut off point, we're way beyond that now because most of us, you walk in any African-American's house, one of the first things that you're going to see in their house is a can of bug spray because we've been trained away from being natural males and females. Now we've become clones. We only do what other people program in our minds. And anybody who can refute that, who thinks that's wrong, please give us a call and let us know your views because that's what's happened. That's what an African-American is. An African-American is someone who does what somebody else tells them to do all the time. The African-American doesn't. Here's, a, here's another example. Uh, in social media, one of the things that you get, you get all kind of news that stretches from all kind of genres. So you'll get, you'll get news and posts that are posted by young people who are in college. You'll get posts by people who are 70, 80 years old. And there's a post out in Atlanta where these, a group of people in Atlanta had a black brunch, went into a white restaurant, and began to, I guess they were protesting in the restaurant, you know, making everybody in the restaurant's uh, brunch, Easter brunch. They feel bad about the Easter brunch. And I guess that's a, a shoot off of the civil rights movement where you're going into these restaurants or these cafes wanting people who don't want you there to feed you. And this always bothered me because it, why don't we just build our own restaurants? So you have all these Waffle Houses, you have all of these McDonald's, you have all of these eatery places that not once did we think, you know what, they don't want us in there, let's build our own establishment. Let's go head up against them and put them out of business and make our, our establishment grow. Why didn't we do that? During the civil rights movement also, it was also against Chinese people didn't want you in their stores. What was that? What was it in us at that time that made us say, we want to go eat with everybody else. We don't want our own, especially the hatred, the disrespect that was shown to us from these other people. And now our children are asking these questions now. And guess what? The parents, grandparents don't have answers. Because now as everything is becoming more automated, now that everything is becoming more immigrant friendly in America, it's starting to push the so-called African-American out. Ask the nurses in California. And so we thought that we can go ahead and be a part of something that we really wasn't a part of. And the civil rights people, what they got, they got it for them, but it wasn't being to be passed on to their children. We didn't build for ourselves and we didn't build for ourselves because we don't think we're part of anything. We claim that we're refugees bought over here in a ship from some other people. And that's how we think about ourselves. Go through all the neighborhoods that are so-called black neighborhoods in America, African-American communities, and look how they look. Look how they look. So the sister that's asking me what's wrong with the, the black man, this is a doctor. Say all the people that she worked with, all the sisters that she worked with, doctors, they have no counterpart. They have no male energy in their life. 
why and not that they have to be uh, a doctor or anything but why it says why are we being broken down like this we see it but we do nothing about it we'd rather watch the game we'd rather go to the movies we'd rather sit in the dark so here we are a group of people who have been disconnected from our landmass that's another thing that we don't talk about is about owning swaths of land building our own communities building our own spiritual places building our own education for our children the African America doesn't do that why why don't the males do it now we're into having more than one wife having more than one husband these are foreign ideologies that we get from other people thinking it's gonna help us it's not so the african-american was taken out of his natural habitat which is america and if you go through america and like rick moon says all the time when you go into the forest of america when you go into the natural landscape of america it looks just like the people who call themselves african-american they blend right in and another thing about this everybody knows who we are but us and we are the same people. We won't even we won't even ask the question. We'll just go ahead and believe what we've been trained to believe our whole life. That's what an African American is. So the African American are the indigenous people of America, only they don't know it. Why the, why is the African American here? What purpose does the African American serve? Why are they on this planet and this plane at this time if they are just to be used as footstool by the foreigners that come over here on their land? Why are we here? The African-American or the indigenous people of Central North America, and let me clarify when I say Central North America, when we're talking about America, we're talking about Alaska, Canada, United States, Mexico, Central America, South America, and the Caribbean. And some people will say Greenland and Iceland. So that's what America is. America stretches from the North Pole to the South Pole. We're in the Western Hemisphere. Africa is over in the Eastern Hemisphere along with Europe, India, China. That's another part of the continent. That's one whole continent over there. I know we're told, I know we're told it's seven continents because, like I say, we get our training from other people. But when you look at a map, when you're studying, always have a map present so you can look at it. When you look at a map, you will see that Africa, Europe, China, it's all one part of, it's all one continent. Why don't we see these things? So the African American is here, like all people are. You're supposed to be on the, where you were born, where you come from. You're supposed to be on that part of the land, helping keep the earth in cosmic balance. See, we're here on the earth. But the earth is in the solar system. So let's say over here in America. So all the brothers and sisters over here in America, we are supposed to be working to help keep earth in cosmic balance. But we don't do that. We allow foreigners to come over here, dig up your ancestors, pull all your coal out of the ground, pull all your gold out of the ground, take all your natural gas and making you pay for it. The African-American has become comfortable with this way of life we don't even think about it how many times do you see brothers having logging companies how many brothers do you see having shipping companies 
on the high seas in America, in their home country. See, we don't think about those things because we don't think that we're indigenous to America. We think we're African. We think we're Muslim. We think we're Hebrew Israelite. And if you look at it, all those people, especially the, the dead ones, the Hebrew Israelite, the Moors, where are they anywhere on the planet? Where do these people on the earth, where are they right now? So the job of the so-called African-American male and female is to help keep earth in cosmic balance. Nobody should be digging out of the oil in your land, spilling it all over the place, and you don't get compensated for it. We don't even ask them to pay us. Why? Because we're thinking we're something that we're not. So why, what are we supposed to be doing? What is African-American supposed to be doing at this time? Are we supposed to be in fighting in other people's wars? Muhammad Ali told you not to do that. We didn't listen. Are we supposed to be eating artificial food, cloned meat? How come we don't eat squirrels? How come we don't eat pheasants? How come we don't hunt for our food like we used to do? Is that the cause of us being so unhealthy? How come we're not living on the land? How come you can walk into buildings all over America 24-7 and the buildings will have a warning saying the chemicals used in the manufacture of this building has been known to cause cancer? How come that how come things like that doesn't bother us? How come we don't look at stuff like that? How come we're so sick? How come the the premature death rate in some of our communities are hovering around 30 percent? Are we the minority like they say? If you think about it, of course we're not. If we the minority, all the foreigners couldn't come over here and get paid like they're getting. That's how you know. That's one of the reasons you know what you're not the minority. But since all we know is what other people tell us, that's what we go by. So what are we supposed to be doing? Is the, are, is the African-American facing the same fate as the ancient Egyptians? Are we trying to kill ourselves out? Sure, it looks that way. Are we really indigenous? You know, when I say African-Americans ain't African, especially to the Afrocentrics, they always jump up in a huff. No, we're Africans because all they know is the story that they've been told. They don't question the story. They don't go, hmm, that doesn't sound right. The African-American serves one purpose and one purpose only. The African-American's job is to listen to what his master tells him. That's all he does. That's all we do. Here's an example. Yesterday they had the college basketball championship. And why aren't the schools, the so-called historically black colleges and universities, how come they never have their schools in these tournaments? How come we never, what we do is never good enough? We have to go co-opt ourselves with other people. We have to go get with other schools to help make them rich. And we seem to be proud of that. We seem to be proud. So you have all these people who are suffering in all these colleges, especially in the South, can't put a team together to be the baddest basketball team, college basketball team. 
on the planet? Why can't we do that? Because, of course, we like to get paid. Money is our God. Money is the so-called African-American's God. And the only thing that you can do with money is buy other people's products because we damn sure don't look out for each other and support each other. Since the conception of African-Americans, thousands of people have asked thousands of questions. And the reason we started African-American ain't African to get the people to thinking. Because the thinking, this, this civil rights thinking that we have, you see how it's doing us. You see where our children are. You see what we become. Can we start thinking? Do we think on our own? Do we even want to think? Sometimes I ask questions and get cussed out. Why? Because we don't look inside of ourselves. We don't. We hate ourselves. This is the reality. Brother told me last night, man, you you talk reality. You 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 talk. You you got to stop that. You got to add some fantasy to that. Do what? Really? Everybody wants to be real. Everybody wants the other person to be real, but they themselves don't want to be real. And our children are watching. Our children are watching. Our children are asking, why are all these foreigners coming over here coming up? Well, because you go buy your hair from them. Because you don't think your hair is good enough. We don't think we're good enough. You always see the black man wearing, he talk about he hate the white man, yet you're always in his suits. You're always in his baseball caps. You're always in his shoes. And not once do we ever think about doing these things for ourselves, not just for ourselves. I mean, it would bring employment to our children. It would teach our children to work together. Area code 605-562-3140, African-Americans ain't African radio. So we want to hear from you. If you have something to say, if you have something that you want to bring into the conversation this evening, What's on your mind? Where where do where do we go from here? We're 2015 now. You have you're at the end of the Barack Obama. His presidency is almost up. Has the African American came up on that? How does that fare for the African American? We've been going. We've been getting an education. We've been going to church. How are these institutions working out for us as a whole? Now I know some of us. We have integrated ourselves into other people, and that's fine. You go ahead and do that, because like you say, you can do whatever you want. But the so-called indigenous people of America, do we face the same fate? Are we facing the same fate as the ancient Egyptians? And everybody knows what happened to the ancient Egyptians. If you don't, just look at the people who's over there now. Those aren't the Egyptians. Those aren't the Egyptians. They're Semites. Semites. Semite means half. Because the ancient Egyptians kind of did what the African American is doing right now. The ancient Egyptians wanted to sex up the Romans and the Greeks. The Egyptian males wanted to go to the island of Lesbos and the Greek Isles and have their way with the Greek women. The Egyptian women wanted to have their way with the Roman and Greek soldiers. And after all of that, they became Arabs. After all that miscegenation, they became Arabs. The Egyptians were wiped out and a new race was created. Same thing happening over here today. Same thing happened over in South America. 
Same thing happened in Mexico, Central America. Spanish came over, did their thing. And now the African-American and when you hear brothers and sisters talk about each other, I mean, it's with vile disgust. I mean, you hear brothers talking about sisters. I mean, they own mamas like they hoes on the street. When sisters talk about brothers, you can see the, the venom. You can hear it in their voice. You can see it in their face. So what are we supposed to be doing at this time? It's simple. We're supposed to be celebrating life. We're supposed to be producing life. See, everybody wants to enjoy life. Everybody wants to live life, but nobody wants to help keep it going. It's like we're just trying our best to get everything we can out of life. And that seems to be the problem. So what are we to do? Are we supposed to let this keep going on? Are we supposed to stand up, look into ourselves, get some guts? Because the way it looks now, if we keep going this way, and this is the question I want to ask the callers. We have a few callers on the line. I want to ask the callers, what happens if we keep going this way? What happens if we keep thinking the way that we think and if we keep doing the things that we're doing, if we keep believing what we believe in? What happens to us? Area code 605-562-3140. We have a few callers on the line. Any callers have something they want to add? Yes, sir. No. It's the 605 number you have to call. Yes. All right. Okay, well, come on and call in. All right. What are we supposed to be doing at this time? What is the African-American supposed to be doing? Anybody. Now's your time that you have a voice now. You have something to jump. You have something to say. Let us hear it. Where, I just want to come. Yes, ma'am. Okay. When you ask what is the African American, what is the African American supposed to be doing? First of all, the African American, of course, has, we've already established, has disassociated itself with America as it is. They are more connected to, or they thinking they are more connected to Africa. And we know that the African-American has to find their way back to America. I think that many African-Americans, you talked about them being afraid of nature, and they are afraid of nature. Oftentimes you have to get back to the basics. You have to get back to the very foundation of what makes you who you are in order to I guess I can say reset your trajectory in life because you really, there are so many different paths that you can take in life, but you spring off from a certain point in your life. And I, I see a springing from a point in life that is more artificial. It's not something that is natural for us. So we're kind of ping-ponging back and forth instead of going in a direction that is going to take us to, and I think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs or Erickson's stages of development. We have certain needs that we 
must obtain in life in order to reach self-actualization. We don't we we don't even we don't even understand the basics of that. So therefore it's 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 I don't even know the answer to it, but I think you have to get back to the basics. It's almost like scratching it all out, doing away with it and starting all over. If that makes sense. It makes sense, but do you think we're people that are equipped to do that? Because many of us, many of us are comfortable with our lot. No, I, 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 okay, I'm going to answer your question. Yes, I think that we can do it because I'm a thinker of that sort. I honestly don't believe that we are comfortable with our lives. I think we are comfortable with what we think our lives are supposed to be. But we don't actually reach self-actualization because when you look at it as a collective, and you know I do understand that not everybody is going to come on board, but I'm just saying as a collective, the African-American race of people, if you want to classify us as such, is at the bottom of the rung. It's almost when I when I think about the African American and, and you guys please forgive me for looking at this as being something negative, but when I speak of us as being at the bottom of the rung, we are that we are that foundation for many people who are not African American to put their foot on to elevate themselves up even further. We don't even we don't even understand the power that we have, and we don't know how to use it. I do believe that we can. I don't think that we should give up. I think it's important to continue to get the word out and provide the African American with resources in order to. And everyone's not going to do it, but the ones who do want to do it, provide them with a way to actually do it. So what so what information could you give a shout out to the people that are listening today? What is something that you can share that could lead us in that direction or guide us in that direction? Well, I can say what I've done personally, not just for me, but also for my offspring. The people who are springing from me because I am that foundation for them. Something that I was never taught by my four my four parents is how to connect to earth, how to grow my own food. This is just one of those things that I'm looking that I am venturing out to do is to plant my food, grow my food, prepare my food and eat my food. And this is something that I'm exposing my children to. I was never exposed to it, but I know that this is just the basics of survival. When I go into the grocery store and I see all the crap that's on the shelves that I have to purchase and provide to my children as nourishment, it is not nourishing them. It is only feeding them. But it's my responsibility as a mother in order to nourish my child, my children, and not just feed them. So one of the things that I am doing is I'm connecting back to Mother Earth from which I come and that's who I am looking to to provide nourishment for my family. But I have to give back as well. I can't sit around and wait for it to happen. 
that's just one of the things that I'm doing. So when you say you have to give back, what do you mean? When I say that I have to give back, I know that the earth gives to me. Okay, let's just take, a, and I'm going to take come outside of the natural realm of things because, you know, we talked about the African-American being comfortable. Well, a kid would think they would see a parent go to the bank, go to an ATM, whip out a card, and stick their card in there to get money out in order to get the things that they desire. I know because I've had one of my boys ask me, well, you know, how do you get your check? I know you can go to the bank and you can get some money, so how do you get that? Well, if I don't work and I don't deposit monies into the bank, there's nothing that I can draw out of that. It is the same way for Mother Earth. If we are not giving back to Mother Earth what we need in order to survive, then Mother Earth is not going to give back to us. You can't just constantly withdraw. You have to replenish it. You have to give back. I think you had someone on your show not long ago that talked about when we do eat and we should eat natural food, we need to give some of that back to Mother Earth. We should give it back to Mother Earth. So that's what I do. Not exactly sure what other um, callers are doing, but that's just what I that's what I know right now to do. And as I evolve, while I'm spending my time here on Earth during this life then there are other things that I am going to learn in order to be more productive. But do you think the African-American looks at it like that? Do you think the African-American looks at life? Because the way I'm seeing it, the African-American doesn't look at life as something to that's, cherish, that's cherishable. The African-American looks at life as kind of like a game something that he or she can get over on, something they can just do whatever they want to do. Life is more like a game to the African-American. Or do you share that sentiment, or do you see the same thing going on where, where you live? I, I can say that that is pretty accurate, and it is by design. <clears throat> I won't tell you that I'm an expert on understanding why the design was put in place that way, but I know that it is a fact. And it's a fact because I can ride through any African-American community and I will note, and this is a predominantly African-American community, or that African-American mindset, that community is going to be a community of disarrangement. It's going to be a community of confusion going to be a community of violence, it's going to be a community of disassociation, disassociation with Mother Earth. I mean, it's, it, it is pretty prevalent throughout the United States. It's not just where I am. So, yeah, I think it was designed that way, but I honestly believe that once we're shaken up, there are going to be those who are going to be able to come back to reality. I, I have to believe that because I'm hoping. What do you think that will take? What do you think will take for us to go, you know what, This we need to go another right way because we've been doing a whole bunch of marching, a whole bunch of praying, a whole bunch of scraping up our knees. What do you think it will take for us to go, you know what, it's time? 
I think it's going to take a natural disaster, as we classify it as. It's going to be a tornado. It's going to be uh, freaking sinkholes. It's going to be earthquakes. It's going to be hurricanes. I mean, and, and I say that, but it's to that magnitude that it will take in order to make people realize that, hmm, Mama Earth is not happy. Not happy with what you are doing. So you don't think we got that with Hurricane Katrina? Because Hurricane Katrina came through, and the African American community at that time was at was looking real bad. So when you say natural disasters, we've had those, and it just seems we didn't seem to wake up from that. So when you say natural disasters, is that really it? I won't say that that's just it. I think that it's part of the equation. Um, I don't have all of the answers. Yes, ma'am. But I sometimes have to reflect back on some of what I learned coming up. It might take burning this crap down and restarting again. It might just take that. It might just take a flood, flood it all out, drown it all, which is part of what Hurricane Katrina did, and start all over again. I honestly cannot tell you that I have all of the answers, but I will tell you the trajectory, the way that we are going now, <laughs> we're headed towards doom. And I am very hopeful to believe that it's not going to end this way. I, I believe that something's going to change. And I hope that another caller may be able to provide some insight or thought on where what they think well, is I, the answer. Well, thank you for your call. You you really uh, shed some light on what the conversation is about. Thank you very much, ma'am. Uh, area, area code 334, you had something you want to add or bring to the fold? Area code 334? Hello? Yes, sir. Hi. Good afternoon, everyone. Good evening. 302, we'll get you next. Go ahead, 334. Oh, okay. Go ahead, 334. All right. Just want to say hello to everyone. Uh, kind of quiet quiet night on the call tonight because it gets real serious as it resonating as the caller just said. Um, Mother Nature going gonna, to gonna be part of the equation, of course, our, our ancestors, you know, because we just, as I say, we're in a free fall. Hmm? And people just don't want to accept the truth of what's going on on this planet. And uh, uh, when it happens, it's going to be, as you said about Katrina, it's going to be like Katrina. You know how the camera was showing on the dome and those folks were defecating on themselves and scratching and dead bodies was floating let me ask you this, sir. You do know. you think that Hurricane Katrina? Do you think that Hurricane Katrina was a warning to us? Most definitely. <laughs> in tune with Mother Nature, if, you know, we we got to stop looking up. We got to start looking back at, you know, how uh, it was said on a show months ago. You know, we forgot that this 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 planet is spinning. It's constantly moving. And stuff don't remain the same. Nothing remains the same. 
and and uh, for our people, you know, they just uh, they just stir when they don't they don't want to get it, you know, because it's real uncomfortable. So you're saying, and, so you you're know, saying, sir. So what you're saying, sir, is that people know what's happening, but they just going to keep going with the foolishness. Just keep going with the foolishness because they don't want to do anything, or they're comfortable with their lot. What? They they comfortable. They comfortable and afraid. Does that make any sense? Uh, comfortable and afraid. Yeah, they they're afraid to face the truth. Sometimes the truth is ugly. And see, some some uh, our people have got so naive about. Uh, where we come from, uh, 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 how we've been treated. Look, just look, uh, the college just there, just look at the condition of the African-American communities. If you would want to call them communities, death. Uh, you can walk out your side your door and get drunk, but you can't walk out and get fresh vegetables. You can walk out and pawn your stuff because we love to collect stuff. But you got to, hey, go over town to get proper medical treatment, or if you don't. And you know what I'm saying? Because what, 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 the, peop- what, what the people who run this uh, system, they know it. They scared us out the wood because what we need is in the woods. They just take it and resell it back to us. <laughs> Good example, pine soil. Yes, the average person, where did pine soil come from? Oh, uh, the ocean. <laughs> they all these pine trees, especially here in uh, central Alabama. You follow me? Yes. It's come from the thing that right there that you see, but they don't pay any attention. You know, it's old adage that the older people... Oh, I ancient people used to say about you can't see the forest for the trees. Yes. Because you're looking right there in your hand and you're not looking beyond those trees. And, you know, so, so but maybe you're, like. So you're from Central Alabama. So you're from Central Alabama. Uh, from Alabama, yes. not just Alabama, but the whole South period, we had a, a time. A, a point in time where a lot of the people from the South, they up and left to the cities. They up and ran away to the cities. How did that affect the South? It was, uh, uh, they left their land. They left their land for chasing a dream that wasn't, wasn't there. They kind of uh, uh, farming. Because farming is hard. But well, hey, that don't mean you don't farm. So we And a lot. Well, so we've given yeah. up our farming because this is what the piggybacking on what the sister just said. So since we walked away from the farming, now other people come in to serve us all kind of genetically modified food. Will that change the so-called African-American or the indigenous people? Will that be one of the prongs to wipe the indigenous people out like the uh, ancient Egyptians were wiped out? It's my outside, my brother. Just look at dialysis centers. They got, you know, they just opened one up for from where I live. And, you know, they got this thing about we the community, you know, and, but yet our people still refuse to eat natural foods. You say, so, are, are you saying we refuse to eat it or we simply don't know? No, some of us refuse to eat it. 
refuse. We're stubborn. We're real stubborn people. We're so prideful and stubborn, and that's that's part of the problem, too. But as I say, and as the caller before me say, Mother Nature has its part. It has its part. And, and, and our people, even in these cities, they think they living, hey, living a life all clouded together, and they just take the incident like a trainer. And as I read history 400 years ago in this country, whatever they got written, you know, it's, it, it always happens. It always happens. But, but you know, uh, as the caller said before, it's never too late. So, sir, do you have, sir, do you, sir, do you have grandchildren, children or grandchildren? Yes. So, as a grandfather, let's fast forward to 50 years from now. That'd be 2065. What do you think, if we keep going, it's like the sister was saying, we have to change our trajectory. Where do you see us going? We're, where do you see us going now? With what we're thinking about, what we're talking about, and what we're doing, where do you see us going if we stay on that path? And where do you see us going if we do change our trajectory for the better? Well, 2065, and my grandson is still he'll be my age, and he has, he will be equipped. He will be equipped because I'm gonna make sure that they are equipped. And they get it. These young people, they get it. It's these stubborn, hey, people of my age and a generation above me that's afraid or embarrassed because some people told them that was bad behavior. You follow me? Yes, sir. And they just, they, they you know, they just want to, uh, as I say, keep it in the closet, you know. Yes. But some things... Everything has to come and be, be. Uh, uh, we, we, we're just going to have to sit down and and um, to the table and we hire less spiritual people. We gonna fuss and cuss, but let's all come in agreement. And as the caller said, very eloquent said it before. We just gonna hey, some of them who won't don't want to get it, they perish. And what's on the what's on the other side when your time up on hey this planet this earth ashes to ashes dust to dust what really is going to happen? Don't nobody know. Well, sir, thank you for your uh, input. Thank you very much for it, uh, Khalifa. Khalifa, right. Khalifa, Khalifa. You had something you wanted to add or share with the conversation tonight? Okay. Um, I. I I heard what you were saying before and I'm I'm just trying to understand why things are have to be so difficult when they really aren't that difficult to understand. You like you asked why the so called African American thinks this is a game or you said that this is a game or and how that came about or something to that effect. And the thing is is that Everyone thinks this is a game. It's not just the so-called African American. Everyone is, is playing a game. The difference is is that uh, the rules for the so-called African American are different than they are for other people. And the African American 
is not allowed to exploit anyone other than themselves. Everyone else can exploit other people, including the African-American, but the so-called African-American is only allowed to exploit themselves, their own people. Now, when you say they're only allowed to, they're only allowed, it's like somebody is giving them direction. Could you, could you talk on that? Um, if we, if we, if we think about, you know, capitalism, for example, where you, uh, you start to, to, um, sell products to uh, a group of people. Um, the so-called African-Americans do not sell products specifically to any other group of people. They are only allowed to sell products to themselves if they are allowed to do that. So so-called African-Americans do not get together and say, okay, we're going to sell to the Chinese or to the Dutch or to the, uh, I don't know, any other group of people, even even other you know, American people and other parts of America. Our people don't do that. We don't think, we, somehow if, if any of our people even think of selling to other groups of people, there's like this instant guilt. Like, oh my God, we can't do that. We can't exploit other people. We can't do that. And so we, our people keep, our Afri- so-called African-Americans, if you want to call them a different, different group of people, just keep staying as the, the designated foundation floor people to be exploited by everyone else. And that's it. Well, now let me ask you this. Why do you think that the African-American hasn't figured this out yet? Um, I don't... <laughs> why doesn't the African-American figure this out? Because okay. I, from what I'm hearing, this is what I get. I'm in the South. And one of the things that is we're big down here is Jesus and education. And you would think with all this spiritual power and with all this education that we should be able to figure out things that are detrimental to our lives. Why isn't that being done you, in your eye, in your point of view? I think I think uh, I think uh, our people or so-called African-Americans are heavily regulated and controlled by guilt and um, thinking that they are there's something wrong with them and they have to be better people. It's like it's like a cycle almost. Okay, um, you, you 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 feel our people feel as if they're they're inadequate and and they they don't have what other people have and and they want what other people have and they do stuff to go get it. Although they're not supposed to exploit anybody else but their own people, so they do that and 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 then they feel guilty about it and. Uh, then they stop and then they watch other people have more than they do and they feel bad about it and the cycle repeats itself. It's like there is, and you can mention the church, there is this this heavy regulation of African-American morality. No other people people are subjected to the kind of, you know, moral judgments as so-called African-Americans. So-called African-Americans are constantly told that they're bad people, they're awful people, they, that, they, that they don't respect their, their, their parents, they don't respect, you know, this, they, they don't treat the authority this way, and then they try and they respect people, and then they get, sh- you know, shit on, and, and it just, it's just like that's how the game is played with, with so-called African-Americans. You just keep um, messing with 
um, so-called African-Americans' emotions, and they never are able to get out of that cycle. So you're saying we're some emotional beings, and I've seen that too, where we just get emotional, where it just takes away our thinking. So you're saying we're basically controlled by our emotions. It's not just emotions because everybody's actually controlled by emotions, but we're our people so are specifically made to feel guilty. Other people are not. Other people are not made to feel guilty for, for having nice things, for doing well, or, or for doing things for specifically for their people. Our people are made to feel guilty. If we even think that we should do anything specifically for our people, that's quickly beat out of us. Oh, that's bad. You, you, you have to love everybody. You, you have to open your arms to the, the Africans who come here and because and, 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 they're your brother. I mean, constantly making you feel bad about do, trying to do anything that, that will help you. And, and, and some people, they're so sick of that that they actually go as far away from their own people as possible so they can be around other people who will not make them feel guilty all the time. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, so what do you think, what do you think needs to be done to turn that around? Well, first of all, I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of, it's, 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 it's both a, a group a thing, effort as well as an individual effort. And, and in terms of... In, the individual, um, people are going to have to take a look at themselves and uh, go to the places that they do not want to look at because it is so painful. It is so painful because you feel so guilty. Because if you go to that place where it's you, where where you think that you know you're 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 so terrible, so you don't want to think about it, you will you will actually find the truth of of, of what it is. And I'll give you an example. I guess that's probably not an um, individual example, but more of a group example. Our people are made to feel guilty that we come from some, you know, you know, horrific past experience of being put on ships and and then then you know enslaved and all that. So so many of our people don't even want to think about it. They don't want to think about it. They don't want to go there. And, and they just say, okay, I'm going to live for the day and, and whatever is this new invention of the African-American is, that's who I am. Well, in doing that, you miss where you actually came from because you don't dissect the history. You don't dissect the lies that they tell to make you ashamed of who you are. Yes, ma'am. do very well. They make us ashamed of who we are all the time so that we don't question anything. Mm. Excellent point. Well, ma'am, thank you for sharing with us. That was uh, <laughs> very nice. Uh, next caller, uh, area code 414. Area code 414. Okay, 301. I'm going to have to go with this uh, uh, area code 302. Area Hello, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Hello, first of all, thank you so much for taking my call. It's a pleasure to be on this show it's a uh, tonight. You. It's a pleasure having you. 
Um, listen, um, I just want to share a few points. Uh, first of all, I enjoyed um, listening to the, the prior, um, all the previous callers. Um, but my thing is in regards to what can we do now? What can we do now? You know, everybody's talking about, you know, we, basically everything ain't for everybody. I'm going to start with that premise. Everything ain't for everybody. And I say that because, unfortunately, even in this time, present-day time, it seems like many of our people still act as if they are allergic to reading and allergic to critical thinking. Um, um, also, when it comes to, uh, like, the wealth of our people, um, uh, how so many other um, nationalities are able to come over here and rape us of our resources, our land of our resources, and us, and, and all of this stuff, um, I, I just want to remind us to please keep in mind and also read and research on this stuff that there was once upon a time a thing that they called Black Wall Street. And I submit to you uh, that this term Black Wall Street has always existed from the beginning of times prior to um, uh, colonization, uh, to put it mildly, the invaders um, coming to um, our land. Um, it's always existed. We've always had our own wealth. We've always been independent. Just as many of the callers said, we've always uh, lived off the land, um, hunter-gatherers, whatever the, the name they want to call it. We've always done that. However, it seems to me, and please um, stop me whenever you, you know, feel, because I'm a Leo, so I can go on and on and on. But um, anyway, with the Black Wall Street thing, it seems that um, although maybe some of those laws may not still be on the books today in current times, however, those practices still exist today. Um, where we see black, okay, like the Black Wall Street, um, you know, where there were businesses in different towns, um, not just Rosewood. It happened all around our land. Whenever we, and you can research this stuff, particularly out of, outside of the English um, Googling sites. I encourage people to go to Google and look at some of uh, the Google sites from, um, from France, uh, 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 from Russia, from Germany, from, from whatever. You, you, you'll be surprised how the translation is so, like, not correct from the English translation, uh, where even in today's time we have black businesses today, so-called black businesses, and I use that term loosely, um, but Aboriginal people where, you know, we're able to start certain businesses, but then somehow something always happens. And it's not always a point of, in my opinion, where black people don't support black people. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, there are other elements. There are other elements. Um, if you know people that are involved with different forces, different powers that be, there are different there are people, actually people behind the curtain that actually do look for different things, uh, particularly when our people are prospering in certain areas. So with that being said, um, um, I want to share with you um, and, and the family that just like today with the wonderful movement you're doing now with African Americans ain't African, let's go back to pre-colonial times. Well, colonial times, back in the African Americans or the the blacks or, you know, when they just reclassification thing. Way back in the day, we set the energy you have now, brother, uh, is the same energy that your ancestors had, your forefathers had, your, your, your Nat Turners, and, and there's so many other names that they didn't even write about, uh, where, you know, we weren't just sitting around just, just taking this crap, man. 
They just don't write about this stuff, but the same energy that are in us, those who are part of your movement now, is the same energy that existed back then. And with that being said, keep in mind uh, the so-called I, I liberators back then, just like I consider you a liberator and anyone who's listening to your, 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 your movement uh, and are open to it, um, we all, they always remembered that you always kept a shotgun on your back, babe, be it either that physical, well, I don't really want to get into that, but definitely your mental shotgun, not just a shotgun for your known enemy, but for a shotgun for the enemies within the camp, okay? So now, what can we do to, like, let's just say hypothetically, no, not hypothetically, but what can we do? Let's, what can we do now to maybe, like, start making some changes? Um, one thing that we can start doing now, I totally agree with everyone when they say, let's start um, going back to nature, doing what our people did, you know, um, growing your own fruits and vegetables. But in the meantime, for those who are not even trying to do that or not even ready or able to do that at this point, there are still things we can do right now. For example, number one, identify and recognize your camp. African-Americans ain't African. This is a camp. I consider it a camp. You know, people of like minds, you know, we know we, first of all, you know you ain't a nigga. You know what I mean? You know you ain't come over here and no dad going, you know, you, you know that's a bunch of bogus crap. You know that. So with that, start uh, affiliating with people of like minds with that. And after that, number two, you can do something as simple as uh, if you have to, let's say if you have to get a repair, uh, 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 plumbing issues, electrical issues, uh, car issues, whatever, um, when you call these people to set an appointment, you can do something that, that, that your European settlers and their descendants always have done and they continue to do. You know what they do when they call? They make sure they tell them, make sure you don't send, you know, make sure you send somebody that looks like me. You, we can start there. Number one, that ain't, you're going to pay either way. So why not just start there? Then that way you can call and then that way if you start holding so-called companies, people who are not self-employed uh, right now. I'm thinking of ideas of how we can start start making a change, a shift in this 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 movement. We could start with things like that. Uh, could you make sure you send somebody? Um, do you have any minorities? If you're not comfortable with that, do you have any African Americans? Do you have any blacks? Do you have any whatever? Start somewhere so at least to put the companies on guard. Oh damn, we got to start hiring some whatever, whatever. It's things like that. So at least we can start making sure that they can start employing our people. People who have those trades, or if you know somebody who has trades, uh, Aboriginal people have trades, or who are growing foods or whatnot, I would like to ask how many of us are patronizing them who are making clothes. We know who are making clothes. We know who are making soap. We know who are making uh, 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 homemade wine, whatever. You know, there's just so many things that we can do. Not saying that, uh, not negating anything anybody said, but I, I just I just hope that we continue to, while we address the issues, there's an old saying that the old folks used to say, when you pray, make sure you move them feet too. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's all I want to say, bro. But I love your show. I love your show. Keep on doing it. Keep on doing it. Thank you very, thank you very much, ma'am. And see, this is what I mean. What do you have to say? What's on your mind? Sister just gave an excellent point. When you go somewhere, when you go to a restaurant, say you want the person that serve you, tell them you want an African-American or you want an indigenous person. When you call to get your heater or your plumbing fixed, ask for one of us. 
keep that in the loop and let's start looking out for each other like everybody else look out for themselves. We mm -hmm. have last caller before we get out, before we get out of here, last caller, area code, what's that? 646-414-616-414. All right, well, cool. Well, listen, I had this show tonight just so we can talk about what's on our, on our mind, and I got a lot of uh, stimulation out of it because, like I said, I was in the woods this past weekend, and I saw how all the other life forms, they don't pay rent. They don't pay for food. They just go out there and get it. And there was a certain point in time where we used to do the same thing. And this was at that time, what we were doing with the earth and what we were doing as a people, that light shined for the whole world to see. And that's why everybody came over here to trick us out of our inheritance. So with that, I'm going to say this. Listen to this tape over again. We're going to put it up on YouTube and listen to what the people have to say. We got to get back on this earth, y'all, because the earth gives us everything we need. I know we think it's Jesus, but it ain't. We are the indigenous people of North America, and you got to hear her calling. You got to hear the voice. You, you got to hear the voice calling. You got to hear it calling. So start answering those calls. Start answering because like we say, if another hurricane, Katrina, here come tornado and hurricane season again. Are we prepared? A lot of people getting prepared. You see, you hear the stories. You see what's going on in America. They're talking about the dollar crashing. Are we prepared? If the store shut down, are we prepared? And I think if we answer honestly and truthfully, It'll be a resounding, no, we're not prepared. We're not even thinking about it. We think everything is okay, and that's what I mean about we cannot keep playing around with life. We can't keep playing with it, because if we do, if you think we got it bad now, like I said, looking 50 years from now, and what are your children and grandchildren going to be doing? So keep these things in mind. And like we say, let's just keep, uh, like I say, connect yourself back to the earth. It's the only thing we can do. So thank you guys for listening. We're going to be back Thursday. We're going to have a brother on Thursday that's going to knock your socks off. Sibling. Remember him? Reverse esoteric psychology. He's going to be on Thursday night. He got some new information for us. So please tune in because this brother comes with it. And so until Thursday night, and thank you guys for sharing. Thank you guys for sharing your ideas. And thank you guys for listening. Peace out. Peace out. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.